Welcome to Inside Outside Innovation, episode 42. I'm the producer, Vicki Clafter. Today we're hearing from John Bungert, Director of Innovation at MetLife. He talked with Brian about the breadth of MetLife's approach to innovation by partnering with a large network of venture capital firms, as well as using internal campaigns to find and then implement innovative and relevant ideas on all three horizons. He also talked about how working for small wins can help the most when you're just getting started with a corporate innovation arm. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Inside Outside Innovation, the podcast that brings you the latest insights from people who know the most about building lean businesses, innovating within corporations, and disrupting entire industries with passion and precision. Connect with our team on Twitter at the IO Podcast or on our website, insideoutside.io. And make sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Now, let's get started. It sounds like MetLife is taking a very much an external approach um, by looking at external startups as one of the key drivers of innovation. We really try to do a bit of both. So we have a, a federated model of innovation teams throughout the world where we have different business units and operations. And we work very much with our internal associates or employees on focused innovation campaigns, identifying an opportunity and then soliciting ideas on how we can address that. But we also recognize that there's a lot of activity outside of MetLife. I mean, just within the insure tech category alone, in 2016, there's been nearly 70 new investments uh, just from corporate and venture capital. So we, uh, we try to keep an eye on what's going on outside of our company and, and also engage from within. Has, has that focus uh, on innovation changed at all? Have you um, seen a shift or is it pretty much the way that kind of you've always approached innovation? It's a great question. When we started with the team, it was very much focused on the internal uh, associates and engagements and idea collection there. And then a few years ago, our alternative investments team, actually within the investments organization of MetLife, connected with us and, and, real, and helped us to realize that we had this great network outside of MetLife where we could identify some, some unique startups and capabilities there. So that was when we started to put a whole structure and a program together around how we engage the startup ecosystem and, and try to bring in some of these external innovators. We see a lot about, uh, you know, when corporations are trying to reach out to the, the startup community, you know, a lot of times they start off with, uh, you know, some of the low-hanging fruit kind of like, well, well, we'll sponsor an event or we'll do a hackathon or something along those lines. Kind of t- talk a little bit about like the evolution. Did you jump right into investing in startups or did you have other types of activities where you were engaging with startups to build that up? So today, uh, MetLife doesn't have a, a long track record or, or a deep history of doing what we would call direct investment in a startup. Most of our capital that goes into the startup community flows through one of as many as 16 venture capital funds. So we were in the fortunate position where, due to the nature of the insurance business, our capital needs and, and investment windows work very well for the venture capital community. So we were able to actually leverage those existing investment relationships with the VC firms. We're known as a limited partner, uh, meaning we contribute to the venture funds and then interact with those top firms that we've contributed to, share our requirements that we've gathered internally from MetLife leaders, and ask that network of connections 
to recommend any startups that they have seen or they have backed to address our needs. So from a scalability perspective, it really allows a small internal team to leverage a huge ecosystem of venture capitalists and principals and leverage their knowledge to identify the best solutions for what it is we're trying to do. Talk a little bit about uh, some of the the trends that you're seeing uh, in corporate innovation, specifically around, again, this corporate venture side. Um, You know, I think a lot of the uh, attention is, is kind of on these accelerators and, and internal innovation hubs and things like that. Um, and I don't think a lot of, I mean, well, I, I take that back. There, there are a lot of people obviously doing corporate venture, but talk a little bit about how you think that differs and, and why that's a approach that you prefer uh, when you're engaging with startups. So I, I think it comes back to what phase of the process is really the biggest hurdle. And when you think about engaging a startup company, from within a large enterprise. There's the identification process. How do you identify the right startups to speak with, to work with, depending upon your motivation to potentially invest in? How do you then, after you've gotten to your short list of companies that you're considering, actually test their capabilities? And then for the ones that get through that process, how do you actually implement, adopt, and scale the product and solution? And one of the, the biggest hurdles that, that we see, not just within MetLife, but across large corporations in general, is not necessarily the identification process, but the, the testing and the adoption. So what we've decided to do at, up until this point is really focus our effort on maximizing our ability to implement a new capability from a startup because we have this strong network of venture firms that can help us to identify strong and high potential startup companies, right? When when we come across a startup that has funding from Andrews and Horowitz or Bessemer Ventures or or Battery, that gives them a pretty good credibility right up front, right? It, it helps to say that they'll probably be a la- around a bit longer than your average startup. So then what we do on our team is really to make sure that we marry that company with a, a good use case, good opportunity internally and do what we can to push that project and that initiative forward so that you have a real result and a real outcome. Your role is to obviously help source that and find those. And then when you do have a kind of a match um, to find those internal teams at MetLife that can help become that core customer or, or core test market or things like that? Yeah, so we go both directions. We actually interview MetLife stakeholders every year to gather opportunities and requirements. And they can be, you know, very pointed to a specific business need or challenge or, or very broad. But we'll summarize those requirements and send that out to our venture capital community, almost like a, a request list or a wish list. If you have a company that fits this need, please let us know. So if we get something in through a documented requirement, we'll vet the company on the innovation team and then introduce them to the right stakeholder saying, you know, effectively, you asked us for this capability. We think this can solve the problem that you identified. But we do also take ad hoc opportunities. So if we see something that we feel can really be applied in a unique way within our business, we'll go and seek that right leader to uh, to try that concept as well. And then when you're evaluating startups, are you looking across the, the horizons of innovation? So everything from kind of core innovations to all the way up to transformational types of uh, approaches? Or are you mostly looking at startups that are kind of on, more on that Horizon 3 uh, yeah, transformation? definitely look across. Uh, I, uh, I like the, the use of horizons there. So in the requirements, it, it's probably a bit of a distribution. 
but a, a fair portion of the requirements that we get would be a Horizon 1 or Horizon 2, mm -hmm. something that's going to be done in the next 12 months. We just haven't found the right partner to do it with, but there are definitely some things that we're looking further out, either to, to offer new value propositions to our customers or to completely transform the way that we support and service our existing clients. One of the things we're seeing uh, with regard to startups in general and, and specifically in, in corporations where they're looking for investments kind of within their core vertical, so insurance tech, healthcare tech, whatever the uh, their vertical is, um, but but not a lot of attention is always paid to kind of verticals outside of their space. Um, do you see any value to doing that or uh, what is your kind of approach to vertical specific? I think both are necessary. Obviously, the, the vertical-specific startups are going to be the biggest threat to disrupting your current business model. If somebody were to come out and completely revolutionize the way that insurance policies are underwritten or you know the financial calculations are done, that has the biggest potential impact to our business model. Mm -hmm. But that being said, the way that we run our company as an, a large enterprise is very important as well. Because anything that we can do from an innovation perspective to improve our operating margins and do things better, more quickly, or less ex with less capital, those are all important things so that we can turn around and innovate in those vertical companies and those spaces as well. Mm -hmm. So I think to do just one is uh, on either, regardless of which one you choose, you're, you're foregoing a pretty big opportunity there to improve your innovation capacity. So our audience is always looking to learn from the folks we have on our show. Are there any stories of heartaches that you've had or, or elation kind of wins that you've had that you'd like to share with us? With the innovation program in general, not just talking about what we've been doing with the venture capital community, it's important for early programs to get some quick, small wins to build credibility and, and go that way. And every time that, that you add a new capability, a new portion to an innovation initiative, you, you have to follow that same model. So as we were going through this and getting started with the venture capital aspect on the innovation team, we were really focused on identifying some companies that were more on the operating side, something that had such a clear and transparent value proposition that the sell was very easy. And by doing that, and we, we did find something in the, the document image recognition space that completely transformed our, our cost of parsing document images, our accuracy, and even our speed of going through that. Right, so all the inbound paperwork that we receive, we're able to work with more effectively now. And by bringing that company in, working with them, proving that it works because it had a, a bit of a different technology approach than a lot of current solutions within MetLife, and then demonstrating that the the value there was significant, it made all of our other internal conversations a bit easier because we were able to point to this win and say, these are the types of things that we're capable of doing if we work together. It gives you that air time and, and really the opportunity to see what else you can do. So I, I think the lesson there is you don't necessarily have to swing for the fences on day one, but focus on getting some good partners within the company and, and some quick wins to give you enough runway to, to build the program and go further. Awesome. Well, John, appreciate you being on Inside Outside Innovation. Look forward to further conversations in the future. Great. It was uh, great to be on. Thank you. If you're a startup or VC firm or anyone else in the marketplace interested in talking to John or asking questions, uh, he said that it's easiest to find him on LinkedIn. So that's John Bungert at LinkedIn.
That wraps up another episode of Inside Outside Innovation. Special thanks to John for taking time to talk with us. Connect with us on Twitter at The IO Podcast or on our website, insideoutside.io. And we know you've got opinions that you're dying to share, so leave your opinion of us on iTunes. The world of innovation is always changing, and we want to talk about what you need to hear. So if you've got questions about something in particular, let us know, and we will be happy to answer them on the show. Until next time, go out and innovate. Thank you.